It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The biggest breaking news stories. An outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Good morning to you. It's Wednesday the 4th of November. You're listening to Breakfast with me, Julia Hartley-Brewer on Talk Radio. As well as listening, you can, of course, also watch the show live. Talk Radio is now on your TV. Download the Talk Radio TV app or go to talkradio.tv for details on how to watch. Coming up, Boris Johnson faced criticism last night as he blocked the suspension of former Minister Gowen Patterson for breaking lobbying rules. Is this another example of Tory sleaze? Meanwhile, NHS staff would be required to have the COVID jab, but not until the spring. New plans being considered by ministers and HPV vaccines for girls are cutting cervical cancer rates by 90%. The time now is 6.34. This is Talk Radio. Good morning to you. This is Talk Radio Breakfast with me, Julia Hartley-Brewer. Thank you very much indeed for your company. Really appreciate you joining me. Lots, as always, to talk about and the uh, old... uh, Old phrase, Tory sleaze, is very much back in the news. We had a lot of that, didn't we, over PPE gate and uh, uh, deals uh, and being offered to, you know, basically pals of people who happen to know MPs. Did you happen to uh, uh, you know, come across uh, Matt Hancock in the pub? Oh, yes, no problem. Let, why not have a multi-million pound deal uh, to uh, give us a PPE at an extortionate price on the public purse? This time round, it's rather more straightforward. It's an MP, a former minister, who just happens to be the Prime Minister's uh, wife's former boss, uh, who has been accused and uh, investigated and found guilty of basically of sleaze, of breaking parliamentary rules, of bringing Parliament into disrepute by breaking the rules on lobbying. He's paid a salary as an MP to lobby on behalf of his own constituents. But Owen Patterson was also lobbying on behalf of two companies that were paying him six-figure salary, well above what he was earning as an MP. He was found to have broken the rules. He then faced a a, a committee which included MPs, three Tory MPs who voted for him to be suspended from Parliament for 30 days. This could have possibly triggered a recall and a by-election, but that was the punishment that was agreed by a committee, lay people, cross-party membership. And then the Prime Minister stepped in. The Prime Minister yesterday, at Prime Minister's Questions, uh, backed an amendment to be brought soon after by a former Cabinet Minister, um, uh, Andrea Leadsom, which was effectively to stop his suspension. It would delay any punishment of Owen Patterson until a new standards watchdog in the House of Commons could be brought in. 
Well, Angela Rayner, the Deputy Labour leader who's standing in for Keir Starmer, who's obviously off with COVID at the moment, was having none of it and uh, basically said this was simply Tory sleaze. Um, frankly, when she, uh, when she talks about that and says that this is Boris Johnson wallowing in sleaze, I'm finding it rather difficult to disagree with her. Well, let's talk about all this now with Benjamin Butterworth, senior reporter at the iNewspapers, joining me all this morning. Good morning to you, Benjamin. Good morning, Julie. Um, I always think when the Tories do things, which mean that I agree with Angela Rayner, <laughs> they're probably not doing the right thing. Now, I'm, I've, I always, as a journalist, I, I've never had a, I've never been a member of a political party. I never, as any of my regular listeners will know, and anyone who, who follows me on Twitter and has read what I've been writing over the years will know, I don't hold a candle for any party in particular. I judge people and parties on what they say and what they do. So if a Labour MP does something right, I praise it. If they do something wrong, I disagree with it. If, if, Tory, if, if a Labour MP is being, I think, unfairly uh, being castigated for something or trying to be cancelled for something that I think they haven't done wrong, I will stand up for them. When a Tory MP is found guilty in the process that is already established in the House of Commons of having broken lobbying rules, which are there for a reason, they are, it's a very serious issue, mm. um, for the Tories, particularly the government, not even just his fellow Tory MPs and his Brexiteer mates to step in to help him, is bad enough. For the government to whip a vote on such an issue so that they can basically overturn the entire parliamentary watchdog procedure, that is sleaze, isn't it? I think it is. You know, Owen Patterson was found to be guilty of breaking the rules for MP standards by a committee of MPs that involves people of all parties. And they were clear that he'd broken the rules quite seriously. And that's why he was facing the threat of a 30 day suspension. And so I think, you know, if you were going to change the rules, if you felt like those rules weren't fair enough, you have to ask, why did they not feel that before their own MP, their own popular MP came before them? Yeah. And so you know, I find it hard to come to any conclusion besides the one that Owen Paterson is a very popular MP within the Tory party and that they wanted yeah. to rally to his defence. Yeah. I mean, there have been accusations that uh, the, the woman who is in, in behind all this, who is the, uh, who is the, you know, the standards, you know, watchdog, uh, you know, investigator, she's sort of, you know, judge, jury and, and executioner, that, that, that whose, whose name I now can't find, rather annoyingly, that, that she has been accused of being of being biased, that she has got an anti-Tory and anti-Brexiteer bias. However, the, the her investigation and her um, ruling was was then endorsed by this committee, mm. which is made up of MPs. Three Tory MPs voted for the suspension of of, uh, of Owen Paterson. Oh, Catherine Stone is, is, the, is the Parliamentary Standards Commissioner. Um, the, the committee is chaired by uh, the standards committee is chaired by Chris Bryant, Labour MP, who who yesterday said Owen Patterson had been guilty of a corrupt practice. Um, the only Tory MP who didn't vote for his suspension was Bernard Jenkins. Bernard Jenkins who sits on the committee. But that's because he said he accused himself because he is a close friend of Owen Patterson, which is completely appropriate. Um, but when Angela Rayner stood up at Prime Minister's Questions Time, it did a barnstorming performance, I have to say. Um, she said, as we can see, it's one rule for everybody else and one rule for the Conservatives. When they break the rules, they just remake the rules. She said the government's wallowing in sleaze. She said, if it was a police officer, a teacher, a doctor, we would expect the independent process to be followed and not changed after the verdict. It's one more for them, one more for the rest of us. And she um, contrasted the decision to back a change in the rules to the government's response to the case of Rob Roberts, um, who was briefly suspended from Parliament after sexual misconduct claims were investigated. And a loophole meant uh, that the, the Tory MP had his membership reinstated uh, as a Tory, but still was able to sit as an independent in the Commons. And he was able to avoid a recall petition 
because the length of the suspension was recommended by the independent expert panel rather than by a commons committee. A, a, a technical loophole. Um, now, they changed that loophole for future cases, but the government said at the time they could not make a change that was retrospective. And, mm. and yet they have made a change that was retrospective yesterday for Owen Patterson. How much do you think this is down to the fact that he used to be the boss of Carrie Johnson and is still being mates with her and Boris Johnson, and that he is a very popular MP, he's been around for mm. years, that he, I mean, he's been on the show regularly. I, I very much like Owen Patterson, um, um, but um, I've got no axe to grind there. But that he's a Brexiteer, he's one of them, he, he's in the gang. Well, precisely. And, and that's why I think it's so suspicious, the conclusion that they've come to that the process isn't acceptable, because here is an MP that is clearly very popular. He's clearly clearly on the side of the government, mm. popular with the, the people you refer to, like Carrie Johnson. And so, you know, it's hard to come to any conclusion other than they wanted to fix this for their mates rather than that there was a serious problem with the system. And so, you know, I think a lot of people will look at this and it reminds you of the expenses scandal in the yeah. late noughties. You know, there is an attitude that says that when MPs are marking their own homework, when they're trying to get away with things that the rest of us would not be able to get away with, that that goes exactly. down terribly. I'm just not sure that MPs should sit in judgment of themselves at, at any point. I mean, every other body, everyone's saying, oh, it's outraged. You can't have people who don't, you know, aren't MPs sitting in judgment. That's something that somehow undermines democracy. No, no. Taking large sums of money to to lobby for a private company. Now, Open Patterson says he didn't get a fair hearing. Um, well, clearly, three Tory MPs on the committee thought he had, and when I, I've heard him, I've heard him, um, uh, he, and him and his allies constantly claim that he wasn't given a fair hearing, he wasn't able to mount his defence. I have yet to hear anything from him or his allies which explains why. Oh, oh, I see. Well, mm. that's com oh, so you weren't lobbying. That's a complete lie. You weren't there on that day. That is, you know, nothing like that. He's he's just sort of justifying what he was doing. But, but a simple reading of the rules is what he did was not allowed. Precisely. And his defence basically is that the system wasn't fair. So he says that it took far too long, that some of the witnesses he wished to be called were not heard during this process. But that is one thing, and I would say that is a, precisely as you point out, separate to the question yeah. of whether he behaved inappropriately. Yeah. Now, his wife very sadly took her own life, and he did several uh, political programmes in the past couple of days ahead of this vote by MPs to talk about the very tragic death of his late wife. Now, no one is going to say that that's an acceptable thing. That's an awful tragedy yeah. that she that she took her life. But I feel and. I hope this is OK to say, but I, I feel like he has talked about that because he knew that it would tug at the heartstrings ahead of this vote. Well, he he and his friends have said and he, he has said since that that her suicide, a contributory factor to what um, was the pressure on her that, that led to her suicide, as he said, was the pressure of this ongoing hmm. investigation. I'm sorry. I mean, I, I, just, I agree with you. It's absolutely awful that anyone should take their own life and for him to have to go through this. And I can imagine it's been incredibly stressful. I think whether you're guilty or innocent of something being investigated is is really, really, really stressful. And for the family and bearing in mind, of course, that one of the companies he worked for, Randolph, they were also the uh, the sponsor of uh, of of the entry, the, the race course where she was chairman. So. There were, you know, there were lots of links there. This was going to create problems for her job as well as his job. Um, but, but, but just because someone finds an investigation into something someone's done stressful, I'm sorry that 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 doesn't mm. justify not not going through with the punishment. 
even though I mean, gosh, I mean, you know, losing your I mean, losing your wife in those circumstances is the most horrific thing. But I, 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 I you, I don't think I don't think that's got anything to do with mm. natural justice being done. Um, what is the answer here? We're going to talk to Sir Alistair Graham, the former chairman of the Committee on Standards of Public Life, uh, about this later in the show. He says that he is truly shocked by the vote yesterday. Um, um, and and he said uh, you know he said it's, just, it's genuinely just a shocking affair. Um, we do still have this issue where we've got Boris Johnson um, have, having, I mean, I'm, again, completely ignored all the rules when it comes to registering interest, when it comes to registering money and donations, when we had um, uh, the, the refurbishment of the flat above number 11 where he and Carrie Johnson live, and we understand hundreds of thousands of pounds spent, uh, but basically Tory donors, we, 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 you know, it took months to actually discover which Tory donor it was and who'd paid the money and when and whether it had been paid back and was it via the Tory party, wasn't it? It was all, frankly, very sleazy. Now, the reality is, you know, there may not be any corruption taking place in any of these circumstances, but the rules are there for a reason. They're there to prevent corruption. And we should expect prime ministers, former cabinet ministers of all people to understand those rules. David Cameron and what he did with Queensland. There is this stench. Now, do I think that Labour are any better on this? No, I don't. Um, not at all. I mean, look, we've seen a whole raft of of Labour MPs being convicted of criminal offences, for goodness sake, uh, in, in terms of uh, some very unpleasant offences, and some Tory MPs as well. But I mean, I was a political editor at the time when we had the expenses scandal in two thousand and nine, and um, and I was appalled by that, and I wanted every single one of those people to be punished and thrown out. Um, and I think we should have probably had more jailed. I, I think the rules are there. I think we need to make sure we keep our politics as clean as we can. And when the Prime Minister steps in in this way, he undermines that. He does, absolutely. And the reason that there is an independent process is precisely so exactly. that an MP can't get away with something purely because they are popular with the leading politics of the day. And I think that Boris Johnson will regret stepping in in this manner because I think the British people have a distinct sense of fair play. Yeah. You know, regardless of how they vote. I think and they... they may not need to know all the details. Precisely. You don't need to know all the details of this. And I think that although maybe this morning lots of people won't know the technical reasons for this and that on the decision, I think this is something that will linger until the next general yeah, election absolutely. because people don't like MPs that, that get away with inappropriate behaviour. Absolutely. And it looks like that's what happened. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley-Brewer on Talk Radio. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and give me a good review. And don't forget to catch me on the Talk Radio Breakfast Show every weekday from 6.30 until 10. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.